A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. We have to understand God rightly to know him intimately. It is the gospel that orients my thinking on every other issue. You can know if you're trusting in Jesus that every single atom in this universe is working for your good. That's why I'm sticking with Jesus. Not because he always does what I want him to do. I'm sticking with Jesus because I just haven't found any better alternative. Uh, Black Brewer season five, episode 11, back after a couple of weeks off. How, how, I'm in the room with Femi. It's just a two-man pod today. Two-man step. How are you? That's what the young people saying it. Two-man step. Well, I didn't know that. What, no. people, what's those two-man what? Step. Two-man step. Step. Yeah, two-man step. I mean, it's um, just like... I'm an auntie still. I don't really know those things. <laughs> you got to tap in. <laughs> got to tap in. After a while, you just don't force it. Uh, like, it's, it's, I was trying to listen to these new songs that these kids like and I just nah, thought to myself... You know, it's so funny. I was chatting to one of my, one of my friends and she's got, a, she's got a little girl. Well, mm. not a little girl. She's a second... She's a... Yeah, seven or year eight. And she keeps on saying, I thought I was a cool mum, but my daughter keeps on telling me I'm not cool. You're not, you're because never... like in our heads, we're still young, innit? And yeah, then you actually yeah, yeah. talk to young people and then you realise, ah. They're never going to find you cool. Yeah, we're not cool. Like, <laughs> you're, never, you're never going to have it. We're not cool. Um, we think we are, because we think it's still 2008 yeah. or nine or whatever, but it's not. <laughs> Even though I'm like, what songs do you listen to? And they say some artists, I'm like, I've never yeah. heard of you guys. I've it's never drill. heard of you It's all drill now, isn't it? Everything is drill. I just yeah. can't keep up as well. Some drill artists are not bad, you know. I can't keep up with anyone. Gospel drill. Gospel drill. What gospel drill artists do you listen to? <laughs> I mean, this is the regular. <laughs> no, no, let's not do this. Let's not do this. There's so, That's much, like there's so much good shout gospel out, artists. Shout out Hope Dealers, Hope Dealers though. I, shout out, um, what's, the guy, what's my guy's name? I don't know if he does explicitly gospel. White, white guy. Um, white guy. Brewer. He came up on my TikTok. Yeah, Nick Brewer. Yeah, he came up on my TikTok. He's still rapping. Yeah, he did it. He got a new tune with uh, Novelist. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, shout out Brewer. And it was like, from the little clips, I thought, oh, it's decent. Like, you can still rap. So. Shout out, man, like Nick Brewer, man. Shout out. He's, I think he's still Christian. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Who, who's Christian these days? Who knows? Yeah, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> but how you been? All right, man. All right, <laughs> what have you been up to? I've been, man. Essex in. What, Femi Essex? Towie. I hear it. Towie gang. All day, the only way. I've never actually watched Towie, so it's so funny that people are referencing it. You should actually watch episodes one day. I'm never going to do that. It will stop you from calling yourself Femi Essex. How is it? Yeah, I'm Femi Essex. Oh. I just my my side part and then that. Your side parting is killing me. It's coming. Oh, we've got so many people away for reasons they will disclose themselves. But shout out Louis, Edgem, Israel. Zoe. Zoe. Zoe's away because of work, to be fair. I could actually say that. I don't think she would mind, but everyone else, they're, they're away doing their whole thing. Are those their the only guests? Right, shout out um, Ali. Shout out Ali as well, man. Shout out Ali. Man. Shout he's, not Ali. A, he's not a member of the point, but yeah, shout he gave Ali, us two strong, two strong episodes. And he's got a single. I don't know if we promoted it last yeah, time. Dare Pasta. Um, Dare Pasta. Yeah, yeah Dare Pasta. Man. Guys, listen to it. I actually really like that song. Yeah, really, really like that song. Shout out Ali, man. Um, but this, this is our season finale. So we usually mm. do Ox BB, where you guys submit questions for us to answer. We've actually got quite a lot of questions, so I don't know how we're going to tackle all of them. Um, but wait, let's. What question should I start with? Mm. Femi, do you tithe? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That is a crazy, <laughs> crazy question. Is that, is that a personal question to ask someone? Would you ever ask someone in church, like, brother, do you tithe? Sister, do you tithe? I would, I do think it's personal, you know. Is it? I do think it's I personal. Think that, I don't think it's that personal. I think it's personal. It depends on how you see tithing. Yeah, because if, if some people see tithing as ten percent. Yeah, some people see tithing as just an apportioned amount yeah. of that you give every yeah. month regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a personal question. I just, I just think it's intrusive. 
But I'm not asking you how much you give, even though, oh, no, nah, let me not say that story. So, story okay, so about. it's a personal question because obviously people have different um, views views on tithing okay. as a whole. So that's why it makes it personal. Because so, I think people are just judgmental, like straight away. If you like, say how much you give. Say how much you give. Or even if you say you don't tithe. Or because you can't say you don't tithe. It's like, it's like saying, oh, I don't believe in... Because as soon as you say, oh, I don't believe... Or you believe tithing is an Old Testament mm. command as opposed to what we should be doing. Then it automatically gives off the impression to people that do tithe as, oh, you're just trying to find an excuse to not be generous, right? So it, can be, it, can, be, it can be quite um, that, uh, divisive. Okay. In, in, in a lot. I mean, for some, it's not divisive at all because yeah. it's just tithe, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not divisive at all. But in some small segments, it's a little bit divisive. Mm. I've had interesting conversations about tithing with people in terms of whether it's like an Old Testament thing you know mm. what we should be doing today um do i type so i would say i'm probably in the camp where i don't i don't believe how tithing was spoken about is a specific obligatory obligatory someone that went to school someone that went to school as in 10 percent or yeah. blah, blah 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 i do think you know if you have the means, you should even give more than 10%. Yeah. Um, if you have the means. Or if you don't have the means, give what you can. But I think it's all about be, having a generous heart and having mm -hmm. a generous spirit. That's that's the that's the key to giving. To giving. Um, and just, yeah, just being generous. So that's kind of my view on giving. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say. I, I do my best to give. And I, could, I, feel, I feel like I could probably do better. But I think we all can. Yeah, okay. I don't think, I don't think, especially the majority of my Christian walk, I don't think I've been super sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Um, I give what I can, as mm -hmm. opposed to like making a meaningful sacrifice. But I'm trying to get better with that, mm. and like and seeing it to like actually help the church and understanding yeah. that this is helping. Because I also went through the phase of like, oh, what they're doing with my money, mm. um, or they're only talking about money because they blah blah blah. And some of the bad theology that goes along with giving sometimes, not mm. all churches, but sometimes yeah. you get a lot of bad. I mean, a lot of time you get a lot of bad theology that goes along with talking about money. Mm -hmm. um, so that can like, paint giving in a bad light sometimes, but yeah. that's not the heart we're supposed to have as Christians. We're supposed to be yeah, generous, yeah. right? Regardless. And I always say this to people. If you're worried about giving to your church because you don't know what they can do with your money, you shouldn't be attending that church. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree you, should, well. you shouldn't be attending the church where you're not sure about what they're doing with it's your money. money. If, that, yeah. if that's a problem, then it, it's not, a, the problem isn't giving. The problem is, Either your view of the church or the church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, so. I agree with that actually, totally. Yeah. I think a lot of people, depending on your background, experience with church and money is negative. Mm -hmm. Where you feel like, you know, pastor's buying a jet, mm -hmm. using it to buy not a my pastor, bro. What church did you go to? <laughs> we didn't, my pastor was definitely not, my old pastor was definitely not buying a jet. Okay, cool. But some people are very critical. So when giving is brought up, they feel like, what do you want with my money? What are yeah, you going to yeah. do with my money? I can't trust you, you know, type thing. Um, and some people just don't give. Mm -hmm. um, not because... I think maybe just lack of teaching, don't mm. really see the need to give. So I, I, it was a question as well, like, you know, do you tithe? But when you, so you don't tithe, but how much do you, how do you decide crazy how much to give? Personal. That's not, crazy. that's not personal. Crazy. So what I'm saying is that. You're pocket watching right now. You know? <laughs> I am pocket watching. I do it all go. the time, you know. Go, go, I see go, myself, one brother, I'm like, wait, it's everyday Balenciagas. <laughs> see how much you're giving still. <laughs> cool. New car, yeah? New car? Swear. Whip it, I know where you are. Let me just see, let me just see your back statement real quick. Okay, how should Christians decide how much to give? So um, my church... I've struggled with this personally, to be fair. Yeah, so my church do like one one Sunday, yeah, they do like a... a it's actually called a, actually called a given... No, it's not called a given Sunday. Something to do with money. Where mm -hmm. they talk, they, they break down the budget, they break down yeah, where everything's going, what position the church is in. Mm -hmm. And they do um, encourage 
um, members to think about how they're giving. So it's yeah. not even to say give more, or mm. but just think about yeah. like, so analyze is, is, you know, am I in a position where I can give more? Or am I in a position where actually I need to give less because other yeah. things need to be sorted out, blah, 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 blah. So, um, so they encourage that. Like, just mm. really assess. Like, assess your heart, first and foremost, um, and assess how, how your heart responds to generosity and mm. and giving and how that looks in terms of your finances. And that, that could be quite... A, so, like, me personally, obviously I'm married, so mm. I give as a, a couple now. Like mm. we, we break it down and... We, we we decide on a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we have to say, look, now we should be giving more. Most of the time, yes, we should be giving more. It's very, very rare that we should be giving less. Mm-hmm. It's thinking, okay, where where do we need to cut something? Or where do we where do we need that extra however much? I'm not going to say numbers because then people are pocket watching, but how, however, whatever number it is, and they say, could we give more? And mm-hmm. we did that. I remember last given Sunday, we, we both we sat down and was like, look, actually, no, we could be giving more. Let's, let's give a bit more. Um, so I think... I think it's just more about just assessing your heart and yeah. You and I think there there should be an element of sacrifice. And I'm not saying oh don't eat or mm. like or don't you know even enjoy life to an extent. But if there isn't any sacrifice in our giving, like none at all, then I don't know. We're just like the world, then, isn't it? Yeah, I hate. You. I agree with that as well. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've always been challenged. I remember speaking to someone recently. And they were talking about oh, like bonuses coming up, so I think how much I'm gonna give. And I was thinking, raw. Like it was such a I never mm. thought about stuff like that. Mm. Like there may be times in your life where you can give more, and there may be times in your life where you can't, where like yeah. family situations and you know what's coming up where you know family mm. dependencies and stuff, and that's where examining your heart, like Lord mm. sees your heart, and that's where you just have to examine your heart. And that may mean you be able to give more, it may mean you may not be able I heard you to I heard you're a top giver at your church though. Who said that? <laughs> Dude, in our church we have like a top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top I, 10 I like, lists. Just, and that determines where you yo, park you, and where you sit as well. That's like, crazy. Some people can't sit at the front because they don't give. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw there that. Famous, <laughs> there was a famous pastor in America. I'm not going to say any names. I could, to be fair. But anyway. And there was a clip of him back in the day saying, oh, he wishes that um, there was like um, barriers. Like, you see that like, TFL barriers? Like, what? <laughs> in his church, yeah. <laughs> And you'd have to like put in your card or whatever, your oyster or whatever, and it'll tell you like if you're giving a lot or not. And if mm. you're not giving a lot, it will let you. <laughs> it will let you in. Rejected. Not even, not even salvation. Nah, not even faith in Christ. Can't, you can't even. Nah, not even faith nah, in Christ can let you in. You got up your giving, B. <laughs> you got up your giving, B. Oh my days, that's actually crazy. Yeah, that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. Why did Joel Austin say that? It wasn't Joel. So just a quick, okay, it wasn't Joel Austin. I was just gonna say any. It wasn't a big like he's not a big money man like that. He's not a big money man. They might not really money man like that. Well, who would be Kenneth? What's his name? Kenneth Hagen? Kenneth Copeland. is a money man. Yeah, that's a money man right there. That's a big money man. Creflo Dollar, that's a money man. Creflo Dollar's a money man. Yeah, Joe Olsey weren't that. Maybe not even slander. I just thought of any random person that I thought, you know what, let me think about here. You know, positivity. Yeah, he's more like, yeah. Let me let me coach you. Let me coach you. Am I not giving though? I bet that. No, yeah, hundred percent. Um but I do think churches shouldn't shy away from asking for money oh, yeah. i think i think money is actually an act of worship like we respond mm. to our uh, obedience in christ where how much we give and and, and our willingness to give yeah. um I so that's a, a key part of things we support gospel work we support the needs of the church benevolence through our giving so churches where there isn't any mention of giving i want to know why type thing like, it's funny you say that because my church um they don't ask for money on a sunday Wow, you man are baking, you man are making peas like that. It took me a few weeks to realize. I remember we first started going, and I think we just looked at each other like, 
Wait, there's there's not been an offering basket handed out. It's been five, six weeks and there's been no offering basket, no mention of giving. Um but yeah, they don't. They don't not during no. the service they don't they don't ask So when for did money. they ask for money? So people have direct debits, people and they have the Sunday once a year. And like through like newsletters and Oh, so there's like, a there updates. is a mention. I was thinking it has to be Oh no, 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 it's not like there's no way to give money. You could people are giving, trust me, people in my church are giving. But um they don't make a they don't hand out an offering basket. They don't and they don't mention it during the service. Generally. Okay. Actually, never. Outside of the giving Sunday, which happens once a year, they don't ask for money. Like in the in the service, outside of the service, they might mention things. Mm. Um, but in during the service, they don't. They don't. That's interesting, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, on the subject, of, on the subject of money, how would you speak to a person? Second question: Who you felt was stingy, ungenerous, or tight-fisted with money in ways which felt ungodly? This usually shows itself in planning events for families and friends. Stingy people make me laugh, by the way. Hmm? Stingy people make me laugh. <laughs> Stingy people do make me laugh. And let's be let's define what we mean by stingy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would define stinginess yeah, define stingy? as someone who's ungenerous with their time, mm? money, okay. and resource. Okay. That's how I would define it. So it's, it's, I don't always see stinginess as money. just money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It can often be seen in money, but it's also time, resource, just unwillingness to part with anything that relates to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so how would you, yeah, if that was a friend, no person you felt was, yeah, so a friendly friend or a friend that you felt were, was stingy in ways that felt ungodly. Because I think whilst you think there is a difference between people who are stingy and people that are frugal. So I don't always think frugal 100%. people are stingy. I think some people are just really good with money. And also, I was, I, I was even thinking about myself, right? I was thinking, there's probably times in my life where my actions may have come across as stingy, but not because I had a heart of stinginess. It's just maybe because I was just managing my money bad. Yeah. Right? And sometimes I think, oh, if I let go of this, then I don't know how, because I'm just not managing my money well. Mm. Um, so I might have not been as generous as I possibly could have been just mm. because I'm thinking, oh, I don't know where, how, blah, 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 blah. So sometimes it's just money management and not yeah. being worried or having even some certain traumas with money. Yeah. Um, Facts. That can make it harder for people to have a part ways with it. Or yeah, so it's not always it's it's not always like as malicious being stingy as it could always sometimes sound. But then there's times where you're yeah. just stingy, and it and it comes like you said. I like the fact that you said time and resources because a lot of the time they will link, and that will come more from a stingy heart as mm-hmm. opposed to um, anything else. Um, how would I encourage someone? I don't know. How would you? I think I'll talk to them. Yeah. I think if you you might meet someone you don't actually they're not your friend. You might think that person's stingy, so you know. When you're asking for one pound to buy a sweet, they never they never bring out their mm. one pound for you. But if you've got a friend, so this is like a pattern now, this is like a habit that they're not generous in any extent. They they never want to be sacrificial. Mm. I'd wanna yeah, I would want to talk to them because I think mm. there are a lot of there are a lot of things that are wrong about that. Yeah, um right. I think Christians should be marked by generosity. 100%. Um and they should be sacrificial. Yeah. Um and this that's within all areas of their life. So if that was something that I felt like you never did then I would want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Um, and, and it could be like, okay, they, they said it comes in planning events for families and friends. So let's say someone's birthday is coming up. You know, we all want to put in like £10 to get them a gift. And you're like, you know what? Can't afford £10 this month. You know, fair enough. Because everyone's life is different. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like every, it's happened a few times. every yeah, single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if there's no, of course, it's your friends. It's not like there's, there's no family dependencies. You haven't lost, you know, you're in work. You know, you've, you've got a job that we know of. Yeah. Then... I would want to know why right. that is. Yeah. And I'd want to have a conversation with them and just be like, yeah, hey, it's like... It's interesting because the obvious thing is like, 
Jesus, the Bible, scripture, mm. encourages us to be generous. Yeah. He, the most generous person you could ever yeah. think of was Jesus Christ, yeah. right? So there's that clear, clear specific um, commands to be generous. Like yeah. we can't, we can't yeah. avoid it. It's not yeah. one of them ones where it's a gray, it's not a gray area. Not a gray area. <laughs> like generosity is not a gray area. Yeah. So if you are professing Christianity, um, I don't, I, I don't, I can't see how you could ignore the idea, the that you can't ignore it. Yeah, like the call you can't ignore the call to be generous. Yeah, um, I do think for some, and this could be just like a growth thing, like mm-hmm. a lot of people, like in terms of growth in their walk, and just you know, yeah, yeah, growth in their walk. But I think it's easy, easy to compartmentalize parts of your Christianity mm-hmm. and to say, you know, I love Jesus, blah, 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 but that thing. Mm. not even something I struggle with that's something I'm just going to leave right because that's just me I say this because I was watching a video of this and I'm not even sure she might be right in her saying it but Mm. it didn't make me think so I was watching this video on TikTok as I do and she was like oh yeah I'm a Christian I don't I'm just not I'm not always nice and just because I'm Christian people just assume that I'm going to be friendly and chatty and smiley and blah 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 blah, but that's not my personality that's not God God made me and stuff like that and I'm not even saying she was wrong for saying Mm. that right Um, some people are introverted some people find it harder to like be social and stuff like that Um, but then I also thought cool that isn't your person maybe that isn't your natural personality but we are also called to be set apart we also in in our part of our giving our life to Christ and um, being saved is a transformation of our heart. Mm-hmm. So if we're just saying, oh, I am now a Christian and I'm transformed through the Holy Spirit, but, and everything about me is not, not changing. I'm not even saying she was saying that, but nothing else is changing. Yeah. Then I'd question the idea to accept that as, yeah. and just say, look, this is how I am. And yeah. you know, yeah, I love Jesus. And this is, but oh, this is also, I'm also stingy. Yeah. I'm also not very friendly. I'm also blah, blah, rude. Blah, blah, blah. Rude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that though, right? Like, come on. But like, for me, it's you like- You do get that, you get that. You meet certain Christians and you're just outright rude. And you feel that's exactly, but you're praying <laughs> you're every, not, every Sunday, you're praying. Love is not rude. That's literally a scripture. Like, love is not rude. <laughs> yeah, like, you're outright rude. Like, just rude, but but ah, you're you're giving tithe, you're singing yeah. at the front, but you're just rude, like you're not friendly, yeah. like and again you can easily compartmentalize that. And yeah. Say, no, no, but I'm a Christian, blah blah blah. But I, I think there's certain traits where, if we're continuing in that, yeah, obviously it's a journey for a lot of people, mm. and it's growth, and it doesn't happen overnight. But if you're just saying, if you're just saying, I'm happy with that, like I'm okay with not being generous, I'm okay with being rude, I'm okay with this and that and that, then. Probably, yeah, you probably do need a conversation. You probably need to check Yeah, out. I want to encourage you to good works, man. Because I think, like, when I think of that scripture about, yeah, like, um, Christ, though rich, became poor, mm. so that in his poverty we may have his richness. Yeah, like, like that whole idea of Christ emptying himself for us. So, yeah, receiving the gospel and just the gen- the freeness of the gospel, receive it freely. So you should be wanting to do that for yeah. others. Like, you should want to be generous. You should want to do things for others. And like, oh, can I pay you back? No, you don't need to. Mm. Not every time because you'll be poor. But like, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with buying things for people, mm. loving on people. Like, and I think if, if I had a friend who I felt was consistently stingy, not because they're frugal, not because they're like, you know what, Mary, like I actually don't have as much money as you think I do. You know, mom sees pressure on me and X, Y, Z. Or I don't actually think that's a good decision. You know, you man want to buy an iPad for someone. I don't have money for an iPad. That's fine. Communicate. But if I just felt like you were just... It's a Tight-fisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't want to let money out of your hand. Yeah. yeah. Then I would want to have a conversation about that. I just yeah. want to be like, yeah, bro, you good. It could just um, be a conversation because it could be, like we said, it could be like a variety of yeah. reasons why someone ends up not being able to do that. Yeah. I don't know that many people that's stingy. I don't know. I don't 
don't know if you. I don't stingy. know that many. I don't know if that's just outright. Like I could, I could look at them and say you are stingy. I don't know that many people, which I guess is a blessing. Yeah, that's good. That is good to know. Yeah. That is good to know. And I, and I think there's there's a freedom when you have friends who your money isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Like not because you're right. balling, but just because you can talk about. It. Whereas you know, I think everyone has that friend where. You know, when it's time to like, it gets awkward, or you know, when it's time to now oh, yeah, contribute, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're now thinking, oh, let me just get ready to, yeah, yeah like so. But I, I think, of course, when it comes to, because I, I love the question you talked about, in ways that feel ungodly, mm. not you know they don't want to, they don't want to give money because, yeah. but they, it just it's always hard. feels like it's coming from a place yeah. that's ungodly. I think yeah. I think it's worth a conversation. Um, third question, or was that the second question? Third that question. Was, that was the second question. Yeah. yeah. Is doctrine different a no-go when considering marriage when you agree on the gospel? So interesting because our last episode was about... Yeah, I was thinking, of, sorry, did we not talk about this a little, a little yeah, bit in the doctrine last... doctrine different a no-go when considering marriage when you agree on the gospel? Depends on the doctrine. It depends on the doctrine. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah, it depends on the, depends on the doctrine. I think... What, what do you mean that we agree on the gospel first? When you agree on the gospel. So, so what, what does that mean? So you believe in the gospel, no? Yeah, so like... Saved by, what, so, saved by grace? Like, I, I, through faith? <laughs> okay, so... What, what I mean by that is... How does that practically look out? Look out Because, for example... I don't want to pick on... Pick on denominations. <laughs> but... <laughs> for example, Seventh-day Adventists... Yeah. To, um, would say they, they believe in the gospel. Right? Okay. But the application of that... Mm might look or not even might does look very different from a lot of more orthodox denominations mm-hmm. um so I, I don't know i wouldn't say no go yeah because the gospel is the gospel that's the most important mm. but i do think people should be wary and i might just be in a better place to speak on it mm-hmm. just because i've been through the different types and i guess more of a range of different most people haven't had a massive like range when it comes to like denominations you'd see mm-hmm. like for example like because i've experienced so much like i've been to pentecostal church baptist church adventist church non-denominational churches there's way more similarities mm-hmm. in for example a pentecostal baptist and a non-denominational non, uh, church there's more similarities in those three than there are with any of them in seven day Adventists. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people that haven't experienced Adventism would say Pentecostal, Baptist, Presbyterian, whatever it is, are different. They might. Some people might say, "Oh, yeah, there's there's differences." Not like not like um, salvation differences, but differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But someone that, for someone that's experienced all of them to an ex, to an extent, I would say no. There's way more similarities. Um, so I, I say that to say that in a lot of cases, the doctrines that come with the different denominations or the different beliefs. A lot of the time, you, I wouldn't say it's a no-go. Um, I, I wouldn't say there were no-go areas in, again, more orthodox beliefs um, amongst Christianity. Um, I do think you just need to be wary, have those conversations, and also be wary of other sects or denominations that may come across as they believe in the same gospel you do, but the applications of it and what that looks like practically may cause more issues than you might be aware of. Mm. I've, I've had so many conversations now. I can't, well, not I can count, but quite a few with people that have come up to me and asked me, Femi, my friend is dating a Seventh Day Adventist. What should they do? What do they think? What do they think they should do? Because, again, for most, if you go into that, you both believe in Jesus. 
Adventists believe that Jesus is son, Jesus son mm. of God, that he came, he died, resurrected, he's coming again. Believe all of that stuff. Yeah. So on the surface, um, there's no problem with that. But there's things underlying that conversations might need to be had about. So I think, um, I guess long long story short, I don't I don't think it's as simple as saying it's a no go, but also, in some cases it might be, and those conversations should be had. Mm. Yeah, conversations should be yeah. had. Um, that's what I mean by what do, what does it mean when you say the gospel? The gospel yeah, because yeah. you might even, and that's why it's you have to flesh things out. Because I think even if you both believe in the gospel and you believe in, um, yeah. The, yeah, the finished work of Christ, et cetera, et cetera. You also want to know, okay, what do you believe about this? And how does it have implications? Yeah. Like, for example, you might go to the same church, you might even believe the same gospel, but he might say, oh, I want my wife to work at home mm-hmm. because, you know, there's a scripture in Titus that talks about, you know, women should be... 100%. Looking at the scripture this week, actually, Titus 2, about, like, women should be focused at home. You might be like, no, I want to work, bro. <laughs> like, And you might have to have... A, and that might be a no-go because you both believe the, doc, um, the gospel, but your doctrine on family life is... Is different, and you might have to have a conversation about that. Or it could be rearing of children. You know, you might believe the same gospel, but you know, your husband wants to baptize babies. Or mm-hmm. you know, you just have to think of, of of what that is. And I think it's worth having a conversation to, to understand. But all the things that you said don't, don't sound like no goes. So to answer the question, no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like no go. To answer the question, I wouldn't say it's a no go. It just yeah. depends. It's just a conversation. Yeah, because if if he's like, you know what. I don't want my wife to work when I get married. I want her to be focused on, you know, the whole kids, whatever. And you want to work. <laughs> it might be a no go. Because might you be. might not be able to... Well, it could be a conversation and then he might change his mind. Change his mind. Yeah. That's the issue, isn't it? So it's, it's about... It's I very think, rare that... Actually, I don't know. But it, yeah, it's probably more rare that these are hard and fast things that people hold on to forever. No. Like, there's a lot of things that are... That we believed at one point and we were certain... We were certain, no, this is... And then, this is the way. You know... Do you have an James. example? I can't think of anything. I think of something that was like proper. I can't think of anything at the top of my head. Uh, about I'm quite sure there's something. Give me a few seconds, I might think of something yes. that was like, yeah, I believe this. And then after time, I'm like, that's nah, not that deep. I don't believe this anymore. Nothing uh, Nothing that was like um, dogmatic anyway. I think maybe my, my view on maybe church practice, maybe just how I felt the church should be. Yeah. But I feel like I see I'm a lot more, a lot more fluid now. You're more fluid. I'm a lot more fluid. Like I don't think Every church has to be the same. I think yeah. churches can fit. Like I literally was serving at another church this week, randomly. Um, and I was just like, yeah, this church is completely different to my church. But I liked it. I thought, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the you kind of go to a church thinking you should see kind of... There should be similar. Yeah, the structure should be similar. You know, you might have you know, call to worship. You will have worship. You have prayer, sermon, maybe worship again or, you know... Most churches fit that format. Most churches all across the land fit that format. But obviously how it works out for each church is very different. different yeah. um, so love is expression. As yeah, to, um, for sure. Yeah. So if that was, if I believe the, the, the same gospel as you, but you wanted to go to a church that was very expressive and I wanted mm. to go to a church that was very, I don't know, samba. Yeah. But is that a no-go? No, not no, necessarily. Yeah, it not may necessarily. be, but it for may some, not be. Yeah, you, you, can, you might have... Yeah, I think that's more... That's more of a conversation for that specific example. Mm. Could be more of a conversation of, of what church do we end up in, yeah. as opposed to should we get married? Um, some some people take their church thing quite no pun intended, but religiously, as in yeah. my church is my church. I can't imagine going to a church that was different than that, right? 
So for some people, yeah, maybe it is a no-go. Like some people couldn't imagine themselves in yeah. a super charismatic church. And some people couldn't imagine themselves in a conservative, more conservative, yeah. or more somber, um, whatever word you want to use, church. Like, so for some people it's a no-go. Maybe it shouldn't be though. I would say it shouldn't be, but each their own. Like people have choices when they've got the like ex- marriage. Expression is not as important as like community. I don't think so. Yeah. I, was, I think I could like even the church is so different to my church that I was serving at. But if I had like five people in that church that I could talk to, I'd, I'd easily could stay there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I think maybe it's because I've I've been in more conservative churches where mm. it's hymns and stuff, mm. and I've been in churches where the worship is banging, banging. And for me, it's like it's the people. Yeah. Like if yeah, the yeah. if I go, I could go to a, a more expressive church, and the worship is ten out of ten every week. But if I don't actually have anyone to talk to. Yeah, I might be. just, I'll probably, probably, probably will leave. So it just, it just depends on the people. But I think if you're, it, yeah, I don't know. What, what are you taking from your service? You might say, you know, I weren't really feeling the worship so I couldn't get connected into, you know, the spirit of things. Fair enough. Fair enough. That I is mean, so not me. That's why, that's why it's so funny. It's so funny because I hear people say that all the time. I'm just like, it's just how, it's just how different people are, right? Yeah. Like, for me, if like, the, so when I say the worship, I mean the singing, mm. um, is great. What, what, how do you even call it great? Is um, really charismatic, really energetic, really. There blah, is blah, blah, good expensive. and bad worship, though. In terms of quality, yeah. or in terms of both. Yeah, quality, one hundred percent. Quality <laughs> yeah. and like in terms of quality. quality and accuracy as well. Accurate. Like, that's yeah. what I was going. That's what I was going to get to. But um, but yeah, if it's good in terms of quality, accuracy, all of mm. that, it's not. It's not my gauge to say, am I moved or am I going to... It's just, it's not even... Someone asked me on Sunday, what do you look for when you're looking for a church? Like, what are the three top things that you look for when you're trying to think for a church? Worship wouldn't even come top 10. What's your top three? Okay, maybe it will come top 10. No, I don't think... I don't care that much. As long as it's not, like, um, like blaspheming or, like, just inaccurate. Like, as long as it's not that, I don't care. That okay, let's say you visit a church on Sunday, yeah? I, I promise know. you I don't care. I'm telling you, they can't sing. I don't care. Oh, what do you mean they can't sing though? So they can't sing. So the worship leader can't sing. Oh, yeah, they the sing together. We're singing the, together. The piano's I can't off, sing. The piano's off key. I can't play the piano. You wouldn't, you, that wouldn't irk you. I don't think that you would still stay. Not, not to say that I wouldn't go to church, no. That's just me. I, I, I might comment on it. I'm like, bro. Like, we need we, to improve. Can we, <laughs> what about the youth? Like, can we, no one can, can we sing train it, out no. the youth? Like, no, no one can, no one can hear it. No, yeah. no, but, but it wouldn't. Just me personally, I know I understand people that it would. But for me personally, it was, it's only if they were up there singing just blasphemy, blasphemous things or things that were just inaccurate, yeah. or like not really giving glory to God and giving more glory to self. That would put me off. But if, if they can't sing or like it's a bit more culturally, it's a bit different. Than what I'm used to. Mm. I don't. It doesn't even. It's not top ten. It's, I hear you. No, I hear. You. I hear you. Now, but that's just me personally. My, my wife is completely different. She needs. She needs the banging worship. <laughs> yeah, I'm that. I'm a bit of both because I do I like stuff like that. I yeah, like excellence in worship. So if if yeah. the singer if and I like it to feel like you might you might rehearse. If that's all you got, I'm with you. Okay. So I'd rather go to a church where that's their best. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. fine. Cause we but let's work let's work together. Let's improve. <laughs> so let's see what but if, do. But if you might like yeah. yeah, and I think I hate churches that try and force it as well. Yeah, there's can't. like five singers, but only one can sing. Just let the one person sing, please. Yeah, but then let them force it down. I prefer them to force it or work with what they have. Then I've been in churches where they're paying people to come and sing. Yeah, and people that don't come to the church. Why, why are we doing that? Are they Christians? Maybe I'll pay for it. I'll donate. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'm pick... paying someone to come and sing at my church. Wait, so drums. hold on. Quick question. You no, okay. Drums is di- drums is different because that's like a. The, some people may think drums is essential. Piano. Worship. Okay, piano. So I think so. Piano is a little bit core. Cool. 
a little bit cool, yeah. So you're saying you'd go to a church, yeah, where the singing is bad. What do you mean by bad though? We're all singing together. <laughs> okay, so the worship is bad, yeah. Or you could have another option where you pay someone. I'm not paying someone to sing in my church. If I was the pastor of the church, I'm not paying someone People to sing. People do churches church. do that every week. I know that. I'm I have been at most of the churches I've been at, that's what's happened. Yeah, I'm, paying I'm just me personally not doing it. It can come out of my friend. Huh? They can come out of my friend. I don't want to do it. But why can't I just get people in my congregation to sing? But once they can't sing. So neither can I. <laughs> no, but let's say they you know they're singing and you can't actually can't sing. But I can't sing. It's basketball, but you're not at the front. Huh? You're not at the front. Well, we're singing together. It's congregational singing. But they're leading. So there's a sense in which their bad singing can actually impact your worship. How? So let's say they're not singing in order. Turn them, in, turn the, turn they're the not the singing in down. order. <laughs> turn I, the hear what down. I hear what you're saying. Turn the mics down. But it's this, let's say it's disorderly. So they're not, they're not singing in a way. That's actually... As in, as in like, they're, what? As in like they're, missing, they're singing the wrong lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> or the tune is wrong. Yeah, but then that's more They're of singing a... in Christ alone, but the tune is wrong. The tune, the melody. In Christ alone. You're like, what song is this? <laughs> We're like, what? Yeah, you, that's... I don't know, you've got that. Yeah, or I could pay someone. Mary, I'm paying their, someone. Mary, that's their version. No, bro. I'm paying someone. Oh, so you're going to silence people. So you what can't about, sing. What about Auntie that's at the front? She's been singing for years. I don't think. Are you gonna go pay someone to come and take her place? How bad auntie. is Auntie? Is Auntie bad? Auntie's bad though. If she's really bad, I think Auntie should sit down. But she's giving her. All. That's what. Let's say for example, you come. I can't play keys, but for let's say for example, I now start practicing and I'm now start playing keys and I'm actually off. So I'm not. I'm playing the keys out of tune. I'm not playing it in time. Okay. Yeah. But, that's, but I'm okay. the best piano player. Okay. Well, I, I should say, stop playing keys. Well, I say if you're bad, bad. I say we don't need piano acoustic. Yeah. Until we get a piano player. What do we need? What are you gonna do with the singers? You don't need a singer too. You don't need. That's what I'm saying. You don't need you a don't singer. Need singer. You, you don't, don't need singer. To, honest to God, I don't think you actually need a worship team. It depends. But the thing, a lot of churches it's, are. It's nice. It's a lot nice. of churches of that worship is worship team and worship is part of their I identity. That. I hear that, um, which is fine, and. It's not a bad thing to have mm. worship to, of course, and it's great. But let's take it real deep. I don't <laughs> want to take it too extreme, but yeah, if you're in China or like a Muslim, um, Muslim-dominated country, you don't have look, all these things are privileges. Like, and, Aye, you're, and you're just trying to have church. That's a word. That's a word. And you're just trying to have church. You're not like th- imagine them hearing. Them men are struggling. Yeah, them men are hearing. Oh, these men, they're not even they're not even singing because someone can't sing, so they have to go pay someone. That's privileges that they can't even dream of. Right? Yeah. We're, we're just so privileged in, like, in, the, in the West. Well, should we use our privilege? <laughs> I guess so, but... I, I agree with you, by the but, way. But I, I guess so, but if that privilege... I personally wouldn't pay for singers, right? Yeah. It won't come out of your offering. But, but if it wasn't... If it was... Um, we don't need the worship team. The congregation can sing. We can sing together. Someone can come up the front, put the song lyrics on the team. I agree with you. Someone can come up and say, okay, we're singing in Christ alone. Let's sing. I agree with you, but there's, there's a sense in which some, not everyone has to go to that church. Some people, your people, so some people are is, skipping the church. So this is a personal, <laughs> I, I have to preface it with this is not personal. <laughs> I understand why people do um, get moved by worship. And it's a, and worship is great. Like mm. singing unto God, pray, give praise unto God, that's an amazing thing to do. So like, I'm not, I'm not even downplaying it. I'm just saying quality in that sense isn't, doesn't come off of my top 10. It's what great. Is, it's a nice to have. It's not, it's not. What's your top three, sorry, when you looking for three, church? Sound teaching, good community. And what was my third one? Worship. It wasn't worship. Giving. Was How often did they announce giving? <laughs> Black people. <laughs> Is it actually the third one? No, it wasn't. Um, I'd put that in the community. I'd, I'd probably say, so what I actually said was, yeah, that's what I said. So I said, sound teaching, good community and good governance. Those oh, that's a good top, one, actually. Yeah, those are my top three. So like, yeah, some kind of governance. I used to say, 
So I used to say this thing where, especially after leaving my last church, I was like, I'm not, I prefer to go to a church that was part of some denomination just mm. because I know most of the time there's going to be some kind of governance. So I, I didn't really care for Baptists. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to a church in England church now, um, Presbyterian or whatever. But I also know there's, not, not so much that I buy into the belief of that denomination because it's here or there, but I, I, I think because of my quote-unquote trauma of being where there's very rare, no accountability, one mm-hmm. man at the top, I, I was like adamant that I was like, I want to go to a church that there is accountability and there's, you know, elders and there's people that people are accountable to and all that stuff, right? So that was, that was important to me. I'm I probably loosened up on that in ter- not in terms of accountability, but in terms of denomination. Like again, there may be some churches that are not affiliated with denomination, but they do still have you know eldership, um, yeah. good accountability, all that stuff. So um, I'm not I'm not limited to a denomination anymore. But um, good gov- some kind of church governance is super. Yeah. important. you'd be surprised how many churches. Don't have one, yeah. If they have one, it's not something that I would I would say is super scriptural or super helpful. Um, so those, that's my top three. No, um, I'm with you. I think I think yeah, I think that might be my top three as well. Yeah. I think community would be internal and external for me. What do you so mean? Like, what's the community like in the Doing church, outside. and then what do they do for the community yeah. around them as well? Um, and then governance. For a long time, I didn't I didn't understand multiple elders until maybe five ten years ago. Oh, so I was used to just just one man. Oh, got the top like yeah. one pastor. And his wife. And I thought, yeah, that's how it was. And I'm used to like going to churches and the pastor and his wife's pictures outside of the church. And he's like, oh, you know, pastor's here. And I'm like, wait, there's multiple pastors. <laughs> wait, why is there multiple pastors? I was like, oh, wait, shouldn't the, there's multiple pastors. Shouldn't he go and pastor his own church? And he's like, no, healthy churches should have multiple okay. elders, like multiple pastors. Um, and one shouldn't be, you know, you may have, oh, what's the, the, the theological phrase they use? There's like a term where you might have like a, a pastoral elder or like a, a teaching pastor. Uh, and he may, he's equal, first amongst, first amongst equals, I think is what they use. Uh, so you'll have 10 elders or five elders. But he's a teaching pastor. So he may have some, not, not hierarchy because you're all equal, but he have, may have some respect or something. Uh, okay. um, but at the same time, you're all elders. So mm. if he's messing up or you can all call each other to account. Um, and I'd also, I'd, even with governance, I still like the idea of the church still having a voice. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like you can't ask a question. Yeah, it's not like you can't even, you can't ask, it's like yeah. you have a voice just as, yeah. you're just as equal as the elder. The elder's not more, more important yeah. than you just because he's a pastor. Um, but no, would I add worship? Worship would be my top five though. You know what, I, I exaggerate. Worship might be in my top 10. Worship That's because there's definitely... not that many other things. Yeah, slightly, like, you know. Things, what other things? I know a lot of people that talk about demographics. Like, what's the... Demographics might be in my top 10. What's the age gra- Like, is yeah, it older people? Is it young people? That might be my top five, you know. Yeah, I know a lot of people that tell me that, oh, I like that church, but they wish there was more families in it, yeah, or there was more young people. Yeah, that might people. be my top five. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, when people are looking for churches, and they usually always like, I want to go to yeah. a church where there's more X, I want to go to a church yeah, where there's more Y. Um, I, mean, I think demographics, it's not super important, but... When, when when you're privileged, when you're in the West, yeah. you can add those kind of things. Yeah, if you're if you're not in a privileged position, you take what you take in it. But we are in a privileged position where we can add certain things like demographic and worship. Yeah, I hear you. But that, food, that, that top three food. <laughs> food. You know what's crazy? <laughs> food. What do you mean by food? As in how often you eat in the church? No, you know what's so funny. <laughs> if they listen to this episode, they're gonna know who I'm talking about. But obviously, I'm not gonna say any days. But it's so funny, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Because I was gonna say to you, there's a I'm not, I was trying to find a way of saying it, where it's not effective, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say it, so we can edit that. To be fair, a lot of churches, a 
lot of churches do have food. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of churches, I don't have food. Like the church, the church I was literally serving at. That's not my church. Yeah, I want. I walked in, so I served two weeks. First week, I was in. I was there at seven a.m. Yeah, no, eight a.m. I was thinking, I'm so, I'm so tired. These men had pastries, mm. all the pastries. I said, mm. I church has cakes. Service died. They have a cake team. I love that. Team, yeah. Service died. I already had teas and coffees. I said, come on, this yeah. is lovely. Um, whereas my church is big on like wings. Oh yeah. yeah, but you guys used to do like the we still the do rice and that on after. Oh, we do that monthly though now. Monthly, we do oh, that it's not monthly. every Sunday anymore. Nah, budget cuts, man. Oh. Cost of living. But I think the idea of like eating together as a church, yeah, I think I'm sure you can force scriptural kind of mm. implications on that as well because there is there's a lot of emphasis on like eating together, communion with each other. Um, Seven Day Adventist churches are big on that. They do what that big on food? They do that a lot, like eating after church and stuff like that together. Big oh, on it. I hear big, it, man. Big on it. Yeah, I think it's part yeah. of fellowship. I know a lot of people that feel like, can you yeah. fellowship? Can you really fellowship without food? I'm like, yeah, you can, but... Some some demographics can. But I feel like there's a scripture that talks about, I know it's with the Lord's Supper. Mm. If you're hungry, eat at home, bro. Church is not for to feed you, just to feed you, but... Yeah. You know what's very interesting? This question was about marriage. How did we get to that? <laughs> Yeah, I guess you can relate it. Doctrine to, difference, we started talking about. You can relate it to, the, I guess. Oh, I think we have two questions left. I figured at the time. That, went, that question went longer than I thought. I hope wondering. I hope that was useful for whoever asked that <laughs> whoever question. Whoever asked that, it might not be um, useful at all, boy. But yeah, well, I think that we what we said. Depends yeah, we on what said, the doctrine. Yeah, depends yeah. on what the doctrine is. Yeah, it depends on what the doctrine is. And fear, flesh it out. Mm. I just became a believer a few weeks ago. I have no background whatsoever in Christianity or church culture, and don't have many Christian friends, etc. What would you say my top three priorities should be? I just so, became a believer a few so weeks ago. I have no background whatsoever in Christianity or church culture and don't have many Christian friends, etc. What would you say my top three priorities should be? This is going to sound so obvious, but I'm saying number one or number two is find a good church. Yeah, I think finding yeah. a church would probably be the, the first number thing. One, right? Yeah, yeah, number um, one. Yeah, I'd say find a good church. Yeah, like... Yeah, find a good they church. They just became a believer a few weeks ago. What's a good church? Hmm? <laughs> That's where they live. I don't no, 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 no. Not, not as a neighbor church. Oh. But like, how would they? How would they That's know a good what a good church is? It, it, it also, that also depends on where you live. <laughs> um, <laughs> how would you find a good church, or what would you do to find a good church? Or like, what is a good church? What is a good church? I guess we kind of spoke about some of the things that I Yes, I think right. I think we've yeah. kind of answered that in terms yeah. of what you would be looking for in a good church. Right. Church has good sound teaching, you know, teaching from the Bible, stick to biblical truths. Um yeah, that are that are um strong in their convictions mm-hmm. as well. Um not leaning to eat. I think that's super important, mm-hmm. especially in 2023, where you may get a lot of people like leaning to where society is going or where the popular things are going. But no, strong in your convictions and those convictions should be based in scripture. Um, so yeah, that's important. Um, good community, good mm. community of people. Um, if you're looking for community, you don't have enough Christian friends, best place to find it is in church. Mm. Um, even with all its flaws. And yes, you're going to find hypocrites, of course. Yes, you're going to find failing people and sinful people, of course. Find them anywhere. You find them at work, you find them at school. You're going to also find them at church. And sometimes you hear like, oh yeah, I don't want to go to church because they're a bunch of hypocrites. Blah, blah, blah. And they're, ju- oh, they're judgmental. Well, you just judge me by saying. <laughs> I always find that funny. Like, oh yeah, ch- Christians are too judgmental. Well, you just judge Christians in that phrase by calling them judgmental. But anyway, um, yeah, you're going to find those kind of people. But mm. also, um, hopefully, especially if you're in a good church, you're going to find people you know that are f- trying to follow Christ the best way they can mm. um, and try to share his example by being a good neighbor, by loving you and stuff like that. Um, and hopefully sharpening you, teaching you, discipling you. 
um, as you grow in your Christian walk um, and just doing life with you and you're going to find that in church. Um, so yeah, find a church that offers that as well. Like not just a church where you're just going to go and come out, try and get plugged into it. Mm. Um, to a church like that. So yeah, that's what yeah. I'll tell you. A good church, yeah. Top three priorities. So you said the church. I put the word. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, just because if you don't have no background in church culture, you don't have many Christian friends, then the word's probably going to be your bestie for a couple of weeks. And I think your the word will hope, will definitely push you into church because, yeah, you, you can't read the Bible. You can't read the New Testament and not, not think about, oh, I need to be in a church because oh, it's written. I just don't know how they do it. It's written to churches. I don't grab, like, there's so much emphasis on the local church in the New Testament, especially the Pauline epistles. Like, this. It's to the church, to the church, to the church. Um, so yeah, hope reading the world will definitely push you into into the church and also show you the emphasis of Jesus, like the importance of Jesus. So when you're looking for a church, you're looking for a church where which preaches Christ faithfully, um, obviously sound teaching, love, like looking for a church where they love one another and they love you. Um, and I think what the third priority will be the third priority. Community, I could probably add community. community so you yeah. look for a church, look for Christian, look for, look for Christians. Um, yeah, look for people that actually are Christians. I think that's even underrated because you do get some, you do get people that do find faith for whatever reason, right? And they even get into reading the word. So they got mm. like some of the priorities, right? But because their understanding of the word is still shaped by their own understanding and their understanding only, um, that's not always that helpful. Mm. Um, I think community is helpful. Community yeah. is helpful to help understanding scripture, interpreting scripture, right? Yeah. Um, seeing how it's lived out. Um, our understanding, sometimes we take for granted as Christians that like our understanding of the Bible, when we read it, when we open our Bibles, it's not really just our understanding. Obviously, it's mm. the Holy Spirit that's, that's in us, that's helping us to even interpret, but it's also, you know, church fathers. Mm. and church history and how things have been translated and inter- like there's more that goes to what the words are in the paper than just us and our mm. eyes and we shouldn't take that for granted so you can i've seen it i've seen examples of it where it's like oh yeah this is how i understand about and some people go super left with that and many many churches have started because someone's read one scripture somewhere and they've interpreted it this way and they've just gone left um or i said no but this is what i read and this is what i see um and I, that's obviously not always that helpful. Um, so we shouldn't, we shouldn't, even in our understanding of scripture, we shouldn't um, stray away from how people before us understood scripture. Yeah. Um, and people around, not even just before us, but people around us understand scripture and how we can edify each other reading scripture. So I, I, I would say, yes, of course, read your Bible. Mm. Don't try it as best as you can. Try not do it in isolation. Yeah. Um, don't do that in isolation. I don't know. I don't know if it's always that helpful. No, I'm with you. I think life as a Christian in community is just clutch. Even like last week, we were fasting in my church um, and we had to wake up at, we had to pray at 6 a.m. and 6.30. And I, I would have never done that by myself. Mm. Like, I don't know how many times I'm like, I'm going to wake up at 6.30 a.m. tomorrow and I'm going to pray. I never do it. But the idea of doing it in community, like, oh, I don't yeah, know how, yeah, like, I literally got up difference. every single day at 6 yeah, a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, by the way, I haven't been fasting, so I, have got, I haven't got up at 6 a.m. Mm. But doing it with people, mm-hmm. like, even, yeah, just praying with people regularly. Like, there's a group of sisters I pray with quite regularly now it's easier like reading the bible in community is easier like everything is is so much more important it's so much easier when you're doing it in community so i'll definitely i definitely wholeheartedly agree with you and i think this person recent believer they should try and find christian people as quickly as possible um with their bible in their hand looking for a church i think i think that top three 
would be there. Um, of course, prayer will come as well. You know, praying that the Lord will guide you in all these things because you need God's guidance because you could run into a bad right, church, but yeah. you know, non-Christians or misled Christians, you may interpret the Bible wrongly and then you're off a new trajectory. And, and that happens a lot. I mean, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of like new, like we haven't even spoken about like that new church group that are coming out and a lot of people are going to. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. New Heaven, New Heart Earth. The whole like, I mean, to be fair, someone wanted us to talk about it in the podcast. Maybe one day. Is this not... Um... The church in South Korea. Oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I was thinking about... Um, I don't know what that is. You might need to tell me that after yeah. the podcast. But I was talking about the guy that was like, your wife should give you sex. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> days. That's a whole different topic. <laughs> Guys, listeners, you have to wait for next season. That's my guy, you know. Yeah, he's oh, not my, I'm sorry, he's not my guy. Sorry, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> he's your friend, yeah? Please, Jay. <laughs> if that guy is your friend, you he's not my on the friend. podcast. You're so funny. Yeah. You're he's not, on the podcast tomorrow. He's not my friend. Yeah, but I, I don't know why I randomly just stumbled on his, um, on his church's page. I've been watching that page so much, you know. I don't even know why. Hey, yo. My guy's been doing healing everything. Said, my man said, your wife needs to give you. That was so scary, by the way. It's actually, it's scary when yeah. pastors say stuff like that. Very scary. Like, bro, you're a pastor, you know? That's so scary. But no, that's something for us to talk that's, about. That's Maybe a, whole, a whole different point. Yeah, that's a whole different point. Um, but the point I was even making is that you can run into bad that's churches, awesome. bad, yeah, yeah. yeah, badly interpreted scripture, bad Christians or Christ, people who are misled or not Christians. And then you're on a whole different trajectory. So this praying the Lord will guide you into his people, safe spaces, godly spaces. So... Yeah, I think that would be the, the top three. Um, we have, do we have? Oh, to, um, number four, listen to Black Berea podcast. We will lead you somewhere. <laughs> hopefully, oh, hopefully somewhere, hopefully good. somewhere, somewhere good. good. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on what's happening in Israel versus Palestine? What should be the Christian response? Let me preface this by saying, I don't know anything. Yeah. And I've tried. I'd also like to preface that. The same thing. <laughs> I've tried to, to read as much as I can. Um, I haven't done With that. nuance and try to understand. But I think. I'm happy to bow out and say that some of these things are above me. Um, it's above me now. So I think I can give some generic things. Um, I think, of course, you have to pray for justice and peace um, in that area because just reading just what's happening uh, in the Palestinian areas, the Israeli areas, the world's response to it. So, you know, the various um, countries um, and their response has been scary. And I just, yeah, just praying for justice and peace. Um, there's a lot of human rights issues, um, which... So just praying that the Lord, the Lord would be gracious and just allowing for some of these atrocities to end. Um, and there's Palestinian Christians, there's Israeli Christians as well. So just, just generally praying for your, for your people. Um, so yeah, so for me, I mean, just what I've read, it's, it's just a, a terrible situation that's happening there. Um, and it's very divided. Like there's people on either side. I've met well-meaning Christians that I felt have been incredibly insensitive and probably shouldn't be commenting. And that's why I've taken a step back just to not say anything. Um, so yeah, I mean, in conclusion on my part, um, just praying for peace and justice. Um, I know a lot of people have been critical because they feel like Christians haven't done enough or hadn't said enough. Um, always criticizing us. We say, if we say something, we're saying too much. If we don't say anything, we're saying anything. Yeah, that's the hardest part. And I think for me, I'm, if I don't know, I don't know. If it's not, if I don't think I have the, the range, I don't have the range. But I don't want to say that in like, Ignorance, like willful ignorance, like, oh, you know, I don't know, so I don't know. I'm trying to know, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to understand, you know, what should be the mind of Christ on this area. Um, and it's, it's, it's difficult and it's something I'm just constantly thinking through. But what I can do is pray for, for justice and peace in that area, um, pray against further atrocities happening. 
Um, and yeah, I just pray that there can be peace in that area, really. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what my thoughts are. I'm going to piggyback on everything that you just said. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, my thoughts are pretty much exactly the same as Mary. I'm not, um, I don't know if I'm, I've done enough. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if I know enough to make, um, I, yeah, so I agree with Mary. And I also think that, I think, Chris, if you were to send me the Christian response, that part of it will answer. Mm. So in terms of Palestine and Israel, Pray for peace. Let's all pray for peace. Mm. Um, they're all our neighbours, um, in, in a sense, and we're, we're called to love them um, mm. on both sides. And I, I, obviously, this is such a super divisive topic. Mm. And I think I agree with you in terms of you hear some of the Christian responses that are leaning to whatever side it is, mm. and it does come across as insensitive, or yeah. it does come across as one-sided. And you get so much like algorithms are mad. Yeah, algorithms are mad because you can you can be on one side of the algorithm where you're only seeing this narrative and that's all you're seeing and you don't see the other one and then mentally you can just lean towards a certain side or a certain thing or and then you could go to another algorithm and you're seeing only one side of the story and and look even with me saying this people might be saying no you should be saying blah 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 this is and I get that and I, I actually understand that because um, obviously these atrocities are happening people are dying. Mm. Um, innocent people are dying and that is that is sad that mm. is super super sad. we should mourn for them we should grieve with them um, and we should pray for peace um i just think we should also be wise mm. in terms of how we um comment on it and uh, we, i i i just don't i haven't outside of justice and mm -hmm. praying for justice because we should do that um if there's injustice happening we should pray for those injustices to stop. Yeah. And we should want those things to stop. Um, so that I understand. But I'm just a bit wary of the picking sides nature to it because I think it can then be, it's always going to, it's innocence, it's innocent people are dying. Yeah. And there's, yeah, and there isn't peace. And we should pray, continue to pray for peace. Um, I, I'm just wary of just saying, being yeah, being insensitive and being on one side of the coin, um, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just wary of it. Um, I understand why people do, and I understand why injustices that happen would cause that reaction out of people. I'm just wary of it. I don't know if the Christian response should always be, we need to go and say this about this and be on this side and. Show everyone I'm on this side as opposed to that side. I don't. I don't know if that's always helpful. I could be wrong though. If someone yeah. wants to say no, Femi, this needs to be said. This needs to be said. You know, fine, and I'm open to that. Um, I'm just wary of it, um, um, and I, I want to be. I want to be intentional about how I say certain things mm. and how I comment certain things. Um, I hear that. Yeah. How would, what would you say to people who feel like churches? So, for example, going to church on Sunday and pastor hasn't mentioned anything about what's going on or like what would you say to that like why do you what, what? so i would say so most pastors right it's a tough position to be in it's the same thing with black lives matter and stuff right not in terms of what's happening though i'm not calling it you too in terms of how people reacted to past some pastors not talking about black lives matter yeah. that's what i'm talking about specifically not the incidents in the whole but um yeah i think some pastors may have the exact same feeling as me <laughs> in terms of as much, yeah, pray for peace, want peace, want justice 
um, justice, like one correct justice, God's justice to happen, but also wary of how whatever they say is going to be taken. Because mm. whatever you say is going to be taken wrong by someone. What yeah. I've said just now in the last couple of minutes, someone might listen to it like, oh, I can't believe Femi didn't say this or say that, blah, 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 blah. So I'm, um, I would like to give grace to those pastors or whoever that, that isn't speaking on it. Like, I mean, if your pastor's just ignorant and just mm. doesn't want to, that's another thing. But I would hope that, you know, this is a God-fearing pastor that if they haven't commented on it, um, there's a reason behind it. We can't just assume... We can't just yeah. assume the bad. We can't assume. It's like, I don't know if you saw um, DJ Vlad was on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> he was like... DJ Envy, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you saw what's going on with DJ Envy. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. <laughs> no, no, DJ Vlad was on The Breakfast Club and he was like, um, I can't believe Drake and DJ Khaled haven't commented on the thing because Drake is the most popular Jewish person alive and DJ Khaled is the most popular Palestinian alive. Can't believe he hasn't said anything, blah, 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 blah. And Charlamagne, that, Char- well, Charlamagne specifically was like, why do we need to hear from them? Like, why is it their Who voices? Who wants to hear from Jaru at a moment like this? <laughs> yeah, why do you need to? Exactly, I'm over here from Jaru. Exactly what he said. Um, so there's a little bit of that, as in, if, if as much as you can care on, in, internally, um, and you generally, they both, for example, Drake and they probably care and probably maybe even do things to help in some way and care about the, the conflict internally, them speaking might not be that helpful. Like, yeah, yeah, it might it might not be that helpful, and sometimes it's more helpful to not speak. Yeah, or especially if you haven't got something. When just to be open and honest, when me and Mary discussed like talking about this topic, mm. both what we were both saying was that we weren't sure about what, what anything that say? we say was going to be helpful to yeah. anyone. Um, so we considered not talking about it at all. And sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it's like um, in my heart, you know, I can mourn, I can pray for peace, but outwardly, even though we do a podcast, mm. um, I don't know if anything I'm going to say is going to be that helpful. Um, yeah. So, and that's okay. And that that might be your yeah. pastor. That might be your pastor on Sunday. He might have loads of things going through his mind um, about what he could say, and then he might get to the pulpit and say, "Look, whatever I'm going to say right now might not be that helpful." So I'm not. I'm not as long as he's praying, sure. pastor should uh, pray. At least. He should be praying. Pastor should be praying. Hopefully, hopefully, he is. I can't speak to his prayer life. So. Yeah. But you told that your pastor's praying. Yeah, pastor should be praying. Um, but I think I think that's it. I think the last question I'll probably save it for another Ox BB. But yeah, that was a season finale, man. Season five, Jeez. season five done. I, I, can I just say, I was on every single episode. So yeah, I'll be letting, I feel like there's a scripture about letting another man praise you. I, just, I feel like there's a scripture about like letting another man wow, praise you. Right. Like, if you're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it from you. Give me some flowers. No, no, definitely, no, definitely appreciate you being, I think I only missed one episode. You missed one. Because I was on holiday. Like, I had to, you know, I had to rest still. Is that the one where it was break. just the guys? It was just me. Yeah, it was you, Edge, man. And it was an Ask BB, interesting enough. Yeah, it was the guys. Is that the only one you missed? You didn't miss another one? I don't think so, you know. I think I only uh, missed one episode. Uh, I can Mary, check. Me and Mary are Shout out, right? man. Shout yeah, out. But much yeah, love to everyone on the, epi- on the episodes. Israel, Edge, Ali, Louis, Zoe. I think they were the... the Christine. The, Christine. Shout out Christine and Blagape. Um, I think they got another event coming out in December. Just yeah. give me guys free promo now. But guys, send us some love, please. If you listen to us, please rate and review us. Give us five stars on Spotify if you can. Helps us grow and... Let us know what you want us to talk about next season. Like, yeah, what do you want us to talk about? Us, like, if you like yeah. the episode, let like, us know. Comment and all them things. That's help, know, it's helpful man. for the algorithms. Yeah, that, yeah. it's good to it's know. It's nice when people come up to me and say, oh, I love the episode. But you didn't comment, though. You didn't yeah. Share it, like. <laughs> <laughs> let us know, man. Yeah, let us know what you think, yeah, yeah. What, you, what, what we should talk about. I mean, we spent half of the season talking about tough questions Christians face. You know, let us know what we should talk about next season. If you've got more Ask BB questions, send it to us. I think we should probably do like a 
a form actually to get people sending questions but yeah guys appreciate the love season five episode 11 Ooh. but real man hopefully we'll be back soon <laughs> <laughs>